spreading Cajun across the nation, pushing the brand across the land. Welcome to Ragin' Review, made by the fans for the fans. Well, Jerry, it's fun to win, right? Win is a win. I'm sure there's plenty of positive. And I guess we'll highlight that. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're the we, negative we, Nancys, so. <laughs> Apparently, according to some people, we, uh, we just focus on the negative. But we will talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly tonight. Um, but at the, at the end of the game, when the clock struck zero... We had more points than they did. We got the win. They got the loss. We're 1-0 in conference, and we got three straight wins. So that plane ride back to Lafayette is going to be a fun one. And 12-0 against the Western Division in the Sun Belt in the Billy Napier era. So that's something. Yeah. That's something. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're in the Eastern Division, so we, we still have uh, – we still got uh, next week. We that's, keep that streak going. That's true. So I guess I, I heard that from the, the broadcast. 12-0 and 0 against the Western Division. They've never lost a game against a Western Division foe. Um, obviously, that's impressive to some degree. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, look, <laughs> lots to say, obviously. Um, I don't want to be down. I, look. Anytime you go on the road and win, anytime you go to Statesboro and win, it's good. feels good. Everybody's happy. I'm sure the culture video is going to be fun to watch on Tuesday. That's going to be great. Um, I'll be the one to say that I don't feel like we're a very good football team right now. <laughs> not to our standard. <laughs> not to our standard. I mean, I'm not, am I wrong? Right. Tell me no, I'm wrong. I, I'm, well, I think we're good, in, or look, we're good enough to still win games, um, and, and it could always be worse, right? Quote of the night. On, we're good enough to win games. I like it. But if you if you go on Twitter and you look at the Georgia Southern fans right now, they're, they're unfortunately, they're sulking and they're very upset. They don't like, you know, they're talking about the lack of coaching, the lack of discipline. They couldn't execute the penalties and all that. And that, that could have been us. So I'm, I guess I'm, I guess I'm looking at it from a glass half full in that regard. Um, but as always, we, we look ahead, you know, we're, we're, we're celebrating, you know, a win tonight, but we're looking ahead and um, at, at, you know, next week against South Allen, then, of course, the big showdown on October 12th against App. And the concern comes in, and I said it last week, is playing like we did tonight, can we get the job done on October 12th? And as of right now, if we play like we did tonight, I, I hate to say it, but the answer is no. But you got to take it one game at a time, you know, sure. the dynamics change. Uh, but, no, I, uh, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, look. Yeah. Was it all bad? Of course not. We won. So there was obviously some bright moments. Um, I'm trying my best to behave here. Uh, well, I'll just say this. Uh, look, Cajun Nation, if you're listening, this is our reaction pod. Of course, this is nothing but raw emotions. Uh, the game ended, what, like maybe 15, 20 minutes ago. So, of course, uh, I'm Jerry. We're here with our boy Josh, man about town. So we, we're still we're still kind of in game mode right now. We're kind of transitioning into talking about what we just saw. Um, but uh, you know, there's a little bit of emotion involved here uh, with some of the 
mistakes we made, but then we had a lot of positives outside of just the win, right? So Sure you, you know. did. Sure, sure, sure. Here's the thing, man. We punted seven times against a defense that has like 74 injuries on it. We <laughs> our offensive line, now granted, Rubio goes down, Valo goes down. There's some some attrition up and down the line for the majority of the game. I know that there were some things that went on. But you felt like the offensive line could get more done. Why did Amani Bailey have less than double-digit carries tonight? Uh, you might want to answer that. I mean, where was that attacking offense? Where, like, you texted me early. Well, no, I, you called me after the, after their halftime and said, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm baffled by the play calling. And yeah. I don't want to be the guy that sits here and, and harps on the coaching because that's too easy. But mm-hmm. at some point, you got to ask, just what the, what the hell is going on here? Levi is is regressing. I I'm sorry, it's true. All right, I, I know I know that people don't want to hear that, but even yes, he threw three touchdowns. He was what a 17 of 18, 250 in the air, amazing. Okay, first quarter was one of the first the worst first quarters he's ever he's ever played. Now another positive is we threw to the tight end tonight. Something that we refuse to do regularly, <laughs> so I'm I'm thrilled about that. And it but, works. But but they got bogged down in the first quarter. They got bogged down in the third quarter. The reason why Georgia Southern was able to mount a comeback is not because the defense let them down. And look, that's a whole other topic. We can't tackle shit on defense. I, I have no idea where our our sound tackling team has gone. Something something is wrong on defense. But offensively, well, I, they, they just allowed Georgia Southern opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, short third downs, short uh, a short fourth down, short uh, uh, situations where you figure an offense like us can make those two and three yard runs, passes, whatever. Instead, we're running the backfield for 15 yard losses and just throwing balls out of bounds and just allowing these guys to continually stay in the game. Well, I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on the defense. Outside of that 176-yard run by Gerald Green, I thought they played pretty pretty well. Um, every time the offense basically sputtered and gave possession back to Georgia Southern, I thought the defense was able to respond. They had a few turnover on downs that they caused. In the they second caused half, totally agree. Outside of that, outside of that one run by Gerald Green, and then the first drive, right? That 16-play, 85-yard drive or where they got in the end zone, they made some good adjustments. And I thought for them, I mean, look, almost for a quarter, they had one yard of total offense after that first touchdown drive. So I'll give them credit there. Um, I think what bothered me more than anything was the fact that every time the defense made a play, whether it was a turnover on downs, a turnover, offense couldn't take advantage of it. Yes, that's, that's, that's what, what I was trying to say. And, and what did I say this morning, right? What's a key to, to a victory? One of the keys to victories that I talked about was time of possession. And we had so many opportunities to extend the drives, extend the field, open up the playbook, run clock, and we just didn't do it. <laughs> Every time we get the ball back from a turnover, we, we'd have to punt it back or we would, like you said, we, we'd get a 10-yard loss or we would make some mistake or we would throw the ball away. And you know, there's times when you have to take advantage. If you saw last week against Ohio, one of the things in the second half that we did was we took advantage of Ohio's miscues every time. And we extended drives. We got, you know, we, we, we were able to score. We were able to, to just basically just do whatever we wanted to and broke their will. I think we could have done the same thing tonight, but 
every time we had that opportunity, we just didn't. We would give them the ball back, and the defense would have to come in and make another stop, and then you know wash, rinse, and repeat. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's that's. I, I don't think the defense played too bad tonight. I actually think outside of one or two breakaway plays, they actually held their ground for that offense. No, I thought I, they did. I agree. Okay. I, I agree. That's yeah. the story of this season so far. The defense right. stepping up to bail the offense out. Georgia Southern outgained us. They outrushed us. Their first down efficiency yeah. was better than ours. Um, they had yeah. less penalties than us. They converted on third down more than we did. I mean, Jerry, we have a major problem on third down. Again tonight, and I had the, uh, the statue, three of 14. And if yeah. I remember correctly, we were in third and short distance, probably most of those opportunities. Right. We, we, there is something going on. We cannot convert third downs. Well, I also think, too, and look, I'm not a coach, but I do see, you know, from what I would see, you know, we get two or three, first and second down, right? Everybody laughs about the run, run, pass on the three and out. The run, run, pass. First two plays you run, and then third down you throw. We did that a few times where it backfired. Uh, There were one or two possessions where, you know, defense did their job, got got, got, got off the field. Offense gets the ball, gets, you know, whether it was Chris Smith or Bailey or, or, or Montreal Johnson, which, by the way, Montreal Johnson as a true freshman, man, he's a beast. Going to he's be a, a real star, deal, man. for sure. He's only going to get better. And you can tell he's already mature for as a true freshman, right? And, you know, Montreal would get three or four yards and be like third and three. And then Levi goes back to throw and tries to elude a sack by running backwards 10 yards and throws it out of bounds. I'm like, why, why aren't we running the football? Now Fifth you guys, it's almost, it's, but it's, it's, it's fourth down territory a lot of times. Cause most of these possessions were like by midfield. So then, you know, okay, you, you, it's fourth and one on the 48 yard line. It's short yardage. Go for it. Right. It's one yard, but we would throw and we would attempt to pass and, you know, throw it away. And, and we have to punt him. We give him the ball back. And then the defense will make another stop. And then we get the ball back again and do it again. <laughs> you know, I just started seeing that, that pattern. And uh, you just, you know, that, that, that's, the main, that's the main point of the game that I got, I, that, I, that I think. If there's anything I got out of what I saw tonight, it's this. Offense has to take advantage of the, of the defense's plays. You know, the defense's, um, uh, you know, basically Opportunities. The, the opportunities that they give yeah, them. Yeah, the opportunities. You got to take advantage of that um, because we do have the offense to do it. Like, that's the thing. I mean, but do we let's have that conversation? I, I think, no, I really think so. Yeah. I don't know we, if we do, do. anymore. I, I, what we what we need to stop relying on is that in 2020, this offense did X, Y, Z. We got to forget that we've lost NFL player after NFL player. Eli Mitchell's not walking through that door. Kevin Dotson's is not walking through that door. I think we have real fundamental issues on the offensive line. And look, I know Rubio went out, and I know that he's been uh, missing in action on the, on the offensive line, but you can't rely on one guy to make the offensive line as powerful as we all think it should be. Look, Imani Bailey is elusive. He's powerful. He's fast. Why does he have seven carries tonight? Or eight carries, whatever the hell it was. No, he has five. Whatever the fact is, whatever the yeah. case may be, the guy right. is an impact player. Why does he have yeah. single-digit carries? Kyron Lacey, you saw, he was targeted in the first quarter. I think he had two or three catches. And then what happened? Some big to catches, him? too. And, and yeah, then what happened? Big catches. And then what happened right. after that? Right. It's like he wasn't on the damn field. 
Why, why are we going away from bona fide playmakers? What, what, what so is me, it about this offense in 2021 that seems to be like out of sorts? So let me, let me, let me, let me break that down for a second. I'm going to go to the positive aspect tonight. And I've been saying this, we've been talking about this. Look on the message boards, there was a 10 page thread on it, right? The vertical passing game. We all, I mean, even last year, I would complain. Why don't we have a vertical passing game, right? Why doesn't Levi throw down the seam? Why don't, why don't we open it up and create, create uh, more, more work for the defense, yes. right? Because they, of course they put their eight men in the box expecting us to run, but you create that vertical passing attack. You're, you're going to make their head spin. And we never did. And, and as I said that last week, we talked about that last week, right? The missed open receivers, the, the missed opportunities. I'm not trying to make those a passing attempts. Look at what Levi did tonight with the vertical passing game. How about that? I mean, how about that? He opened and, it up. He opened it up. I mean, not only opened it up, but I mean, he was throwing, he was going on an air raid, man. Yeah. Like, like Mike Leach would have been proud. Sure. Okay. Uh, and, and so, and three of those touchdowns were off of bombs, like good solid throws all down the scene. And so, and, and by the way, before we get off of it, the ball to Dante Fleming, great ball. The ball to, huh. to Mike Jefferson, great on ball. The money. On the money. We've, we, never, we never came here and said that Levi can't throw the deep ball. In, in, in my opinion, that is his strong suit. The right. issue that we had was always, why don't we exploit the middle of the field and the hashes? Right? right. So right. To, see him, to see him knock the top off of the defense, I mean, we talked about it in the, in the pregame. You said it this morning. Absolutely. Go over the top. Go over the top. And, and they were, they were susceptible to the it. chunk play, and they did it, and it, it paid dividends. Now, but, I'm going to let you finish, but then we're going to go back to the fourth quarter stats because they're disgusting. So, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down real quick, and this is where I'm getting at. If you notice this game, one of the positives of the offense was the vertical passing attack. Yes. Last week, it was the run game. The week before, well, the Nichols game, it was kind of all over the place. And then the Texas game, it was kind of all over the place because we really didn't have much time of possession. But I'm feeling like, like last week, the offensive line stepped up. The run game stepped up. Today, I thought the passing game was, was pretty solid overall for the most part, outside of a few miscues here and there. I just feel like we, we, we can't put it together. If you notice last year, we really started putting it together towards the end of the season when we had that stretch against Arkansas State, UAB, um, UL Monroe, uh, App State. We played against South Al. Like We did it towards like the last five or six games. Yes. I, I don't, and look, don't get me wrong. Like the, like the mantra goes, you get better as the season goes on, but our schedule is not going to get much easier. We got to improve on this right now. Next week against South Al, South Alabama is three and oh, they had a bye week this week there. Look that, that game at, 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 at Whitney, uh, at Hancock Whitney bank stadium next week is going to be an event in mobile. It's going to be a, this is probably one of their biggest home games that they've had in a long time. And not just because of, of, of us, but because of just everything surrounding it, right? You've got the Sunbelt West favorites coming in. You've got your 3-0. and You know, there's a lot of hype, they right? They feel good about so, themselves. Yeah. They do. And so, so that means we have to be on our A game. Our offense cannot have uh, a sort of this bipolar effect where, well, we, we can throw the ball in one quarter, but then the next quarter we can run, but then we can't throw the ball or vice versa, right? You got to be consistent. So um, I think we're going to, we can't wait until the seventh or eighth game this year, because like I said, you got an undefeated South Al team next week. And then you got app 
And then you got Arkansas State and you got Georgia State and you saw what Georgia State did today. It's not going to get much easier for us. So do you feel like we're improving? When you watch this team play football, do you feel like we're improving? Honestly, in certain places, yes. I thought the defense improved today outside of that one big play. I mean, after that first touchdown drive, they made adjustments. And actually, again, I, I keep going back to that one 76 yard run by Gerald Green. But outside of that, I thought they did okay. Like I thought they held their own. Um, they made some key plays. They had a lot of turnover on that. Da- they had some turnover on downs. Yes. Georgia Southern couldn't really get a groove going. Right. They couldn't get a drive going. They were kind of out of their, their sort of that, that triple option momentum that they like to have a lot of times they couldn't really get into it. Um, but, but that doesn't mean that just because the defense is getting better, that there's other parts of the team that aren't that, that are getting better. I think offensively, I think we're still inconsistent. I think that that's a nice way to say it. Yes. We talked about the run game. I mean, look, this Georgia state, the Georgia Southern defense was their front seven was average. And we, we couldn't run the ball. They were average and Um, injured and inexperienced. That that's concerning. We ran the ball for 130 freaking yards. Nah, with three running backs, that's concerning to me. Not Um, with this offensive line that, that is experience laden and the, the amount of talent that we have in the backfield. Right. We, we, we sustained one touchdown drive. Now, granted, all the other three touchdowns were big plays. Big plays. And, and look, we knew that that was going to be the target, right? We were, tr- we were going right. to try to rip the top off of the defense. We knew that. So that's not anything um, – that, that's not groundbreaking. We knew that. But what right. I, I've always had this issue with Billy. When we play with a lead, and you can go back for three years and look at games that we play with a lead, we, we – I don't know if it's vanilla or if it's just kind of like played to not lose the lead – but look at the fourth quarter stats. We got 15 mm-hmm. yards in the entire fourth quarter. They out, they outgained us 164 to 15. They outrushed us 126 oh. to 15. We punted three times in the fourth quarter. Georgia yeah. Southern, they went two for five in third downs. We went zero for three. They yeah. kicked our ass in the fourth quarter. That, that, <laughs> listen, no, I mean, you cannot close out a game like that on the road. Right. They were a crucial right. fourth down away from really making it interesting down you know and about with with one minute left to go in a game yeah and i also think too josh uh, you know it's all about tempo right a lot of times in the fourth quarter you, you play that sort of conservative call you want to you know you want to milk clock you, but, you but with the touchdown the lead down. there jerry i don't know man but right and that's what i'm like saying just kept punching and we just stood there and took it well that's what i mean i i, I thought this was one of those games, even if you're up eight points, you still kind of have to keep your foot on the accelerator a little bit. You're at their house. You know, it's like we talked about before the game. You don't want to let Paulson Stadium go nuts, right? And let them and let Georgia Southern feed off the crowd. And which the crowd I don't think was they into really it. Did. They were. Yeah. But but I don't think they did too much in the second half as I thought they would. But at the same time, you know, we still gave them opportunities to do so. Um, you know, by the offense not being able to keep a drive going, yes. you know, not running clock. I mean, we did it two or three times in the fourth quarter. Um, and on 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 little mistakes too, man. Things that are easily fixable, but you don't want them to happen at the wrong time, it, right? And, and I agree with you. That's what was, it, yeah. It's fixable. But mm-hmm. is it fixable in game six? You know, at what point do we fix it? You know what I mean? And look, sometimes I, you we, just realize it's just that's what what it is. And yeah, I know we're doing good cop, bad cop right now, and 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 I appreciate your perspective right now. And I'm I'm yeah. only highlighting the negative because I feel like it's part of what we watched. And well, it's concerning. 
And, and it's concerning. I mean, fans are talking about it all over social media. And, and again, I wanted to say I mean, that yeah. we are reflecting the, the feedback that we're getting. So I don't want anybody yeah. to say, oh, they're so negative. Look, I'm not being negative. I'm telling you what we saw, what we watched. Right. Okay. Right. Sure. Sure. And and some of these numbers, like I said, in the fourth quarter, got our ass kicked. I mean, that's not the quarter <laughs> you want to lose, right? You don't want to lose yeah. that quarter, especially on the road when Paulson's starting to get rocking. And they have they Tomlin was starting to play ball, and they felt yeah. like they had an opportunity to come back in that game. And I'll tell you right now, I thought that they were going to score on that drive. Me too, me too. I, look, I, and give credit to that front seven with sure. Zion Hill, Farad Gardner. That tackle he made on third down on the outside got off that block on the edge. Yes, man, like that 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 was what that's a prime example of why it's so important for a guy like Farad Garner to come back this week right that play right there summed up why we were so excited that he was on the depth chart yes right there for that moment and so you need that as the season goes on you're going to need that against liberty you're going to need that against app you're going to need that against georgia state you're going to need that next week in mobile against south alabama so that was huge um and then zion hill that sack he made on Justin Tomlin where, where Tomlin threw the ball out of bounds, but yes. he was, you know, he was marked down, but th- that's man. Like that two, of the guys of that were, drive. two of the guys who were injured last week were the ones who made like the biggest plays on defense to turn this game around. It's a good point. Jerry's good it's point. Crazy, Farad man. was big in this game. It was big in this God, game. It's, but that's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. And I thought for the most part, you know, they did okay. We did okay against the pass. I knew the play actions and those option passes that they do, they're going to get a few of those part of the offense that works. Absolutely. That's the offense that works. But I thought we were able to contain it properly and contain it just enough to where they, we didn't let, let it get out of hand. Um, And to make it more clear, by no means do I think the defense cost us an opportunity to win a game. I mean, obviously we ended up winning a game, but the defense did what they had to do. You know, we sent out the bad signal to the listeners and asked what they thought about the game and, and, you know, we wanted to get their thoughts when we went and did the uh, the reaction. Almost every one of them of the of the thirty comments that we have here is, "What is wrong with the? What, what, why are we vanilla on offense? Why are we playing not to lose? What happened in the fourth <laughs> yeah. quarter? Why can't we run the football? All of the right. things we've kind of already addressed, but you know, we're not making this up. I mean, this is a this is a consistent theme that's going on." But you There's know, I'm, something I'm, not there offensively when you, we need to control the clock. If you look at the time of possession, we ended up we lost twenty-seven to thirty-two on time of possession. But like we talked about in the pregame, if we can get it close to fifty percent, we feel like we can win because yeah. Georgia Southern has to win the rushing game. They have to win the time of possession. Absolutely, and 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 also too, I um, you know, somebody somebody had, had messaged me, and it was a good point. He said, you know. You know, you know, your program's making progress when you're disappointed on a conference road win. And it's true. Um, I, you know, we're, we're look, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm happy we won. I mean, we won the game, right? Always and, you know, we can be in Georgia. I, feel, I look, those Georgia Southern fans, and look, we get along with most of them. They're all good people. And, and look, they're not happy right now. They're one in three. You know, that, you know their, their program has a lot of expectations, you know, every year. And this is not something they're used to. But on the other hand, it is about us at the end of the day. And, um, and look, Georgia Southern's going to get it fixed. They're, they're, they're not – what I saw with them is they looked like a team that was progressing. They looked like a team that looked better than what the way they've been playing over the past three games. Yes. So they're going to get it fixed. Look, Chad Lunsford, he's done this before. They started one and three, and they ended up going to a bowl game. That's right. They'll be fine. 
but and dominating text bitch ass. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, they'll always, they'll, I'll always appreciate that. But when in our in our in our case, um, you know, next week is a really good chance for us to really get it turned around. Um, and again, there were some things I saw that were positive. I thought the passing game was well improved. I thought Levi had some some good made some good throws tonight. And there were a few like in the first half. It took him about five or six passes to really get going. But when he got going, I don't know if you know this, Josh. Through the second quarter, first and second quarter, he had nine straight completions at one time. And um, I think that included a touchdown pass as well. Yes. I'm not mistaken. He went on a very so, nice run. And and I came away from the game thinking this was a prototypical Levi performance. The numbers look great. He threw some big passes. He had some good and some bad. He used his legs a little bit, which was yeah. it's always a welcome uh, thing to see. But it's your prototypical Levi game. He's going to give you an opportunity to win. He won't lose it for you, okay? That, that's all we've ever said about him. Does he miss open receivers? You're goddamn right he does, regularly. Yeah. And it drives me nuts. But I will say I'm a happy camper tonight because we hit a tight end for a touchdown. <laughs> I've only been saying that for a decade. And it was beautiful, too. Was I, nice. and, but, then, then ask, but then we ask ourselves, we ask ourselves, like, when he's throwing these 50-yard touchdown bombs right in the breadbasket, What's the first question you ask, right? Where, has where this the been? hell is this? Where the hell has this been? Like, I mean, we wait till now to do this, and you know, we're not playing uh, Alabama secondaries every week. I mean, these secondaries are. Look, I know Georgia Southern secondary is not that good, but you're in the Sun Belt. No offense to any other schools that we play, but at the same time, they're not SEC, you know, no. ACC, Pac-12 no. secondaries. Uh, you should be able to do that more often than not. Um, I mean, we didn't even do it against Ohio last week. We might have completed one long pass in the beginning. It was designed play. But, you know, tonight we did that quite often. And if you take that and you take the offensive line in the rushing games or the rushing game performance last week against Ohio, you blend that. Look, this offense is going to be dangerous. Yes. But you have to blend it. You got it. You got to be consistent across the board. You can't you can't have one game where you're throwing up top three times for 300 yards. And then the next night. All you can do is run because you can't get a pass off, right? You can't do that. If you want to win a conference championship, you can't do that. We had some big plays on defense, and I want to give a big shout-out to the linebackers. They really played their ass off tonight, filled their gaps. Absolutely. They played their their, – their, they were Dude. very disciplined, better than they've been all year. And I think a they lot of that has option. to – Yeah, no, I think a lot of it has to do with Farad being back and stringing mm-hmm. out those options, pitches, and, and doing all that stuff and – those plays go a long way. It really disrupts their offense and what they try and what they're trying to do, and it, it really bolsters our defense. Look at Sonny Hazard; he got a ton of playing time tonight, and and he played That's his right. butt off, and he he made some big plays. So, look, there's a lot of positives. So I want to highlight that as well. But look, the offense is not it's not good right now, and we got to figure something out because App State's coming to town to kick some ass. And if we yeah, keep playing the way we're playing right now, I'm sorry, everybody that wants to be, you know, go downtown and have a great time. Look, we won. It's great. But the football team is not playing good ball right now. We have what we have right now is moments of brilliance. These these quick sparks and, and these small sustained moments. And, and that's good because you want to be a good ball team. And that's that's fine. I understand on that. But we've got to improve what we're doing. It's not good enough right now. This is certainly well, it's, not it's, the standard that Billy expects because this is nowhere near where we played last year. It's it's lack of execution when it comes down to no it, doubt. And, and it's the cons- it's it's the inconsistency of execution. Uh, you know, there'll be drives where you look you look at our team again. 
they look like we're going to, oh, we're going to win a conference championship. And then the very next drive, you get a three and out because two blockers missed their assignments. A receiver ran the wrong route or dropped the ball on a drag route. We had that happen twice tonight. Twice. Or Levi couldn't pick, Levi decided not to throw it away, but he decided to run backwards for 20 yards. Or the running back uh, tripped at the line of scrimmage. You know, we had a bunch, yeah, I think we had a, how many shoestring tackles did our running backs get tonight? Man? Oh I think God. Chris Smith almost broke the two of them. And, and I mean, last line of defense, that second line, give credit to the Georgia state defense for doing that. But man, we, we missed out on like one or two long runs. Shit wears um, me out. But like we said in the pregame, Reese was good tonight. <laughs> Kenny was good tonight. Oh, fantastic. A big fantastic, shout out yeah. to kick coverage and uh, special teams for blocking two, a field goal and a PAT which turned out to be pretty big because honestly in that second drive, if they're only down by four, you know, you never know what could have happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, but also too, like the penalties, man, we got like, like that, that play where we jumped off sides and I think it was Percy Butler that picked it off. Like, man, no, that was Eric. Come on. That was the, that, pick, was Eric that, that would have been a pick six okay. if freaking Andre stays on side. That was Gare. Yeah. That was Eric. Gare. Small and shit Andre like that. Up, yeah. But yeah. Jerry, Jerry yeah. it was like yeah. we were way more disciplined than this last year. You know what I mean? It was a very uh, physical game tonight. I know because I mean, like one of one of Georgia Southern's players got ejected uh, for like, laying no. on a player and not getting up. What an idiot! And then we scored a touchdown because like one of our field goals, like one of their guys like leaped over the line for the field goal, so yeah. we got a first down on that. And they ended up losing the game a, over that. Honestly, it was sloppy. Look, man. About, look at look at the wild Cajun fumble. Games that Amani Bailey picks up and runs for like 20 some odd yards. Yeah. That, that could have been a huge yeah. turning point in the if game. He would have, and you see that play. If, if he'd he have kept going left outside. Yes. God, he had all that green and he runs right into four defenders. We I'm said like, the same thing. What are you doing? God, he would have came to the near side on the camera. He had, dude, he had green. Like literally he could have just walked in, like jogged into the end zone. And he runs right into that second line of defense of like four defenders. I'm like, why did you run? Why did you cut back in? You have all that green on the outside. Maybe that's why Billy stopped giving him a football. He was mad. <laughs> but but you see, but look, give credit to Amani Bailey on that. It was a must For snap. being a heads up, absolutely. That could have been a disaster. It could have been, been, been a game-turning uh, play. If, if Andre absolutely. doesn't jump offside, that's a game-turning play. I mean, there's, we're, we're so close. You know what I mean? We're so close to putting our foot on the neck and just ending it, but we just keep letting people hang around. There's so I think to sum it up, there's a little. Right. I think to sum it up, the good, the bad, and the ugly. The good is that you know the passing game improved. I thought the defense made the plays when they had to. Would between the bad, so I would say we're going to go to the ugly, right? Offense needs to get their consistency together, right? They need to be more consistent. I think that would be the ugly. We what can't would you say beat to- App State with no passing game. And look, I know it's easy to look at the passing numbers tonight and say, "Oh, what are you talking about? Passing game's fine." The passing game is not fine. Yeah, we can hit a couple <laughs> of home run balls over the top, and we did, and it was great. All right, we haven't we haven't consistently done that in a long time, so that's great. But we've got to be able to nickel and dime people. That's how we're going to beat yeah. App State. We're not going to beat App State with fifty yard bombs all night. That's not going to happen. Well, that's what that's when our offense is at its best. You know, we don't really do have big plays. We march down the field, we sustain control drives, and football. we we mix control the football, mix it up. You know, do you know Levi on the rollout, and then we run for six or seven yards of carry, and that's what App does. Really, that's what App does. I mean, they they run that they run that 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 sort of that uh, pistol spread offense that they have, and they, they've been doing it for since they've been in the FBS level. 
and it's gotten them undefeated, undefeated in bowl games. It's got them two or three conference titles, and it just works. And they've got they've done it through three head coaches. The system just works. It's a formula, you know, right? And so we we kind of have the same thing, but we're just not executing that because we all know what our system is. You know, it's it's kind of it's a balance. It's a balanced spread attack. And yet we don't really consistently execute on it. I noticed that tonight. We just couldn't get a run game going. That was disappointing. But passing game was better. Defense stepped up when they had to on the road. And look, we're coming home three and one, one and zero in conference, three and zero at Paulson all time. And so we're going to have a showdown in Mobile next week. Which, by the way, we'll talk about that in the pod uh, during the week when we do behind enemy lines. But man, we need Cajun Nation in Mobile. That that place needs to be rocking full of Cajun fans. It's a four hour drive. It's right down the road. If you want, if you don't want to stay in Mobile, you've got the Gulf Coast right there. You got Biloxi. You've got Gulfport. You go to the casino. Go have some fun. Go to the Outlet Mall. But make sure you make that forty minute extra drive to Mobile and be at that game. It's very important. We need we need fans for that game. That's a big one. Agreed. Look, at the end of the day, it's a W. So can't get too upset. You know, we're just no. we watch it a little bit differently than. Mokes. Most most <laughs> folks. Jerry, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, the reaction is yes, always sir. a good time. And let's enjoy the win as much as we can. Yes, sir.